Show's live. It's the Zach Sang Show. Hello, beautiful human. I'm Zach. That is Anna. Welcome to the studio. Henry Moody. Hey. hey. God, this is this is kind of like a made it moment doing the Zach Sang Show. Is that true? Yeah, I've been watching this show for so long. So like, it's so cool being here and be, like seeing the studio as well. Thank you for having me. Very embarrassing. Thank you so much. No, it's very <laughs> nice that you say that. It's an honor to have you here. Oh and, and you know, you say that and like we're we're moving into a new studio. Yeah. Oh, what nearby? Uh, literally right where you were, like where your green room is. Oh, right. Like right place. over there. Cool. And we're debating like, what do we take with us from the old studio that makes it to the new one? Yeah. Like, do we retire the couch? It's quite an iconic couch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You might. Could be cool to keep it. I, also, guys, Zach really takes care of his guests. The green room was like luxury. Uh, I had so much food. It was so nice. Don't so. give Zach credit for that. Thank we, you for that. We got to give it up to our, our our family at Amazon Music. I mean, together we really we are Amazon Music. So yeah, yeah. Thank us. Thank us. Thank us. Yeah. Thank us. Thank us. Yeah. No, it is. We have a really beautiful uh, green room, and it's really really pretty in there. It's really nice, and. Yeah. Uh, it's really nice. We have a really sweet space that uh, is built for artists, and it, it's made for artists. So you should use it. There's going to be a recording studio in there, and there's like a movie uh, oh, theater, cool. and there's like these listening lounges that are crazy. Oh, sick! Isn't this also like in the area of LA where all the movies and stuff get filmed? One hundred percent. So where we're at right now, like where we shoot the show, is called the Culver Studios, now also referred to as the Amazon Studios. And we can give that a Google, but like, I think Gone with the Wind was shot here wow. and a bunch of iconic movies. King Kong. Yeah, a lot of World War II propaganda starring Ronald Reagan. Rocky. Interesting. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and it is pretty cool too. Like, uh, there's a certain area of the lot or the campus that has these bungalows that were scattered throughout the, the soundstage and the campus at one point. And because they're so historic... They couldn't tear them down, so they actually had to move them and preserve them all to the front of the campus, and they're still there today. And that's like where Lucille Ball worked out of, and a bunch of really, really cool people. Oh, sick! Yeah, it is pretty sweet. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, it's 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 really awesome. Love that. And before that, like we literally worked down the street for ten years. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like I've seen a different studio set up to this before. Yeah, the show. well, a couple at this point. Yeah, that's bad. We're not here to talk about us. We're gonna. Talk <laughs> I'm loving it. No, it's not good. It's not good. We have a lot to discuss here, as we have music that is rolling out. In yeah. the last time we talked and really met was in London. Yeah, with Sting sat next to us. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, one of the craziest moments that I've ever witnessed, and I can't even imagine what it was like for you to be in that moment. Oh my god, I was so nervous. I literally forgot like the first line to every breath you take. I was so nervous. I like had to, my friend Thomas, who was playing keys, I literally like before the song started was like, Thomas, like what's the song called again? Like I just went completely mind blank because an absolute legend was just standing, like sitting there right in front of me. I've, I've never seen any human being perform a cover of a song in front of the artist who originated it. Oh my God. Ever before in my life. So scary. So scary. Yeah, like he did that. Like he literally performed in front of Sting. He's easily the biggest song Sting's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. It was doing, yeah. I was like, why not? Well, to be fair, I got the choice and I was like, I kind of just want to do a classic. Um, and it was really nerve wracking. And he said something afterwards, like, what was it again? He was like, oh, I learned something from this. 
but then didn't say what? I was like, was it good? Was it bad? Like, I, I think about that moment all the time. <laughs> Same. I'm like, shit, did Sting like me? Did he not? I don't know. Hopefully. Honestly, we should find it and roll the clip. I tried to be cool. You have it, yeah? We have it. Oh, you have it. Of oh my God, I really do. want to watch that back because just to pick up on his tone, like, was he saying it in like a, I learned something good about this or like, you ruined the song for me? I don't know. Like... <laughs> But um, that was crazy. That was so weird. <laughs> it was wild to watch. You did a great job, in my opinion. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Really um, great. I didn't realize he was going to be there as well. I think Amazon like reached out and was like talking about doing the Sting thing. And I was like, 100%. And I just thought it was going to be like for the live stream. And then I like go watch the Ivers. But then we were literally doing the interview. And he, everyone just looked like towards the entrance of the room. And I was like, oh my God, wait. I looked around, I was like, Sting just walked in the room out of nowhere and no one really told me about it. Like there was like word on the street, like he might yeah. join the interview. Um, I'm kind of happy no one told me because I would have freaked out. Um, and it was just so cool because he got like taken out of the Ivers to to come and watch that performance. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to screw this one up. Um, <laughs> you rose to the occasion. <laughs> Thank you. I had no idea because when we talked, you only had like two songs out at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. When was it again? May? May. May yeah, May. Right. Okay. Oh God. Right. Was it two That's or three crazy. records? It doesn't feel like that long ago. But now we're rolling. Yeah. Now, now we're, we're really rolling. Yeah. How long have you been sitting on some of these songs that you're you're releasing now? Oh my God. Um, So long. Like, like Closure. Closure I wrote like a year ago. But you know what's so weird is like, I wrote that song about... um. I relate like someone just falling out of love and then being like, I kind of wish you gave me a reason to get over you. But the relationship I wrote about was kind of more like a situationship. And then I had like my proper first relationship this summer and then it literally fell apart for the exact same reason, like a year later. And then I put out the song at the same time. And I was like, it was the, just the weirdest timings like of events because I almost related to the song more when putting it out than I did when writing it. Um, and yeah, now it's out and now we're churning out another one like in a week and a half, like next Friday. Wait, so how did history repeat itself? <laughs> it was just like the ex like the song closure is about being like, I wish you cheated or gave me a reason to get over you. And it just, it was the exact same situation. Like the relationship kind of fell apart because, um, I mean, you probably know this industry is like very intense and busy and I was touring so much and like, I think we just sort of both mutually agreed like it was just really difficult to 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 have something in that moment of our lives um we're still friends but yeah it was just it was crazy the do fact you, that it happened again do you really but, but for the same exact reason so like work was to blame again timing was to blame but just with a different person yeah and I also just feel like sometimes it's just not the one do you know what I mean like yeah I yeah. think that's a different that's a different conversation right like yeah if they're the one, timing doesn't matter. True. And so I don't think this person was the one. But that's okay. That happens in life, you know. But you just have to you have to deal with it in the, the right way. And I feel like I did. And um, yeah, kind of sad, to be honest. But now, like, I I can focus a bit more and work and stuff, I feel like. But um, yeah. Do you write another record off of the, the second time this is happening yeah yeah I actually have like I've just got back to writing like I was touring a lot so I wasn't really writing much but now um 
now I'm writing again and I feel like yeah a lot of it's been, a lot of it's about that situation but I'm also just trying to write more like positive stuff as well I feel like all my music is quite depressing so and I'm in like a happy place in my life I think overall um so I'm trying to I'm trying to stretch myself as a songwriter and I I really do think that like you can fall down a trap of writing about relationships all the time so mm. I'm really trying to write about things that are like a a difference to that like about life I've got a song that like I still need to work on but I'm really excited for which I'll put out um and it's just about like embracing life and just like living in the moment um but it's really difficult to write those kind of songs like it's so much easier to write something about a relationship and that's kind of why I like I'm really trying to stretch myself and write about different things yeah challenge yourself but you're also yeah. incredibly young so you have to live mm -hmm. right to be yeah. inspired true yeah yeah, I'm writing all these like wise songs, but like I'm 19. Like, um, but yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. I, so you start making covers on YouTube, but at what point in this process do you want to start writing your own originals? Is it when you decide to form a band? Oh, good question. Um, yeah, I kind of always have been writing my own songs. When I was like 13, I like went into London, like commuted on the weekends when I wasn't at school. And I went to this studio and I was like kind of working on my artist project then, but I never really put out anything. Um, and then when I was like 15, I joined a band. Um, Did you join or form? Ooh, join. It was two guys who had already met. Um, and they actually were in another band before and then it kind of fell apart and they were almost like kind of looking for a new member. So I went over to one of their houses and... Um, we got on and I was like, oh, this could be really cool. So like we joined a band for two years or How like a year meet? and a bit. We actually met through management. So I guess it was kind of manufactured, um, which, you know, sometimes can be a problem. And I think actually that was probably a slight problem with why I think it fell apart was because we weren't like longtime friends. Um, but no, I still love the guys. Like Luke is one of my best friends. Um, and yeah, I just don't think the band really like, we didn't really gel as a band. Well, you, you were like shoved in a house, right? Like you spend COVID together. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And that was, I think that was the problem because in the UK, like there were just so many lockdowns. I don't know what it was like. Was there a lot of Oh lockdowns? yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Oh my God. It was like, so, you know, we like left school after GCSEs. We did like kind of a year out um, and we were just living on top of each other. Like, we couldn't see our friends week because of the restrictions and like it just wasn't it wasn't the best environment I think to to like become friends as well like we were put in a really difficult situation where like we just got on top of each other and yeah I think that's kind of another reason why the band ended was because it was just too intense like and we were so young and then when it ended I um was like, oh, I just want to go back to education so badly because I really missed the, like, routine and, like, social life of school. So I went to, like, a songwriting college in Fulham in London uh, with one of the guys from the band called Luke. Um, and it was, like, the biggest glow-up of my life. <laughs> like, we... I just loved getting up early, getting on the train, like, doing our sessions and, like, doing school at the same time. And it was, like... It was so nice just being back in education. And I did that for a year. Um, and then I put out my first song called You Were There For Me, which I like wrote and produced, wrote by myself, produced by myself. And then we ended up bringing in a producer because we were like the best. But um, 
then I put it out and it kind of changed my life. And then like the minute school ended, signed my deal. Um, <laughs> and then now a year later, I'm here. Let's go back to the band. How do you know that it needed to end? Well, to be fair, I actually didn't, I didn't leave the, so it was um, Eddie left the band. Um, but I think we all just kind of knew in the back of our minds, like it wasn't working out. Like it was a good decision, definitely. Um, and it's not like we had like any crazy fights. We didn't like hate each other, but um, the band just wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, when just something isn't really gelling and you can't, you can't really see a future with it. Like we, I think all of our like musical directions were so different as well. Like we enjoyed so many different things and it just, yeah, it didn't really, we were just kind of like this, there's no future here. And when you decide to go and do your own thing and you go to school, which I, like, total respect right like that routine does change you for the better and also like Definitely. when you're like matching that routine with going to school and doing something that you genuinely love yeah and it's not like forced you know academics and shit yeah it's different thing. it is different definitely it also challenges you <laughs> it really challenges you but i mean to be fair at the end of the day like a diploma in songwriting isn't really gonna do much for you because this industry like you don't really need any of that but um it was more just like the, the structure. And like a reset for you. And a reset and like seeing new people and being social. Like, I think I'm quite like a extroverted person. Like I love being around people. So it was so nice to get back out there and just like, I don't know, I felt this like really optimistic. I had this like, yeah, I felt like I really was like going in the right direction because I was like doing college and like working on my social media. And I was like, and now I kind of see a future with it because in the band, I didn't really see a future. Was there like a moment where you like, it became clear that there was a future? I don't Yeah. I, th I think it was more like a gradual, a gradual thing. I think like I was posting TikToks and they were doing well. And I was just, I don't know. I was suddenly in a different headspace. I was much more grateful. And I was like, I really need to work, work, work. And like, I could make this happen. Like I'm very lucky to live near London as well. So I have like opportunity really close to me. So I've always kind of felt like I, if I really tried hard enough, I could do it because I'm close to London. Um, that awareness is really crucial. Yeah. I felt the same thing. Like I grew up in New Jersey, close to Manhattan, and I felt like yeah. I just had access to things because <clears throat> of where I was just like blessed to be within a train or a bus's range. Yeah. And you know, obviously because of social media and stuff, you can now blow up from anywhere, yeah. which is amazing. But doing sessions and stuff, it was just so much easier to like, to be near London um and I, yeah it was a gradual thing I just think I gradually was like oh my god this this is what I want to do and I really couldn't picture myself doing anything else like I love geography but <laughs> I couldn't picture myself like doing something in that industry like I was just like music is it for me like if I don't if I'm not an artist I wanted to be a songwriter there was actually a phase where I just wanted to be a songwriter or work in a label or just do something in the industry because it's just like fascinates me like I just love this industry um so what's been the biggest thing that you've learned so far by navigating it oh my god that's a really good question um I think you kind of have to just like throw yourself into it a little bit and that's kind of what I did I like just I mean I don't know why I'm acting like I'm a huge artist like I have like five songs out um yeah, but they do uh, really not, well you have a oh, great following you. you've mm -hmm. been fucking performing like crazy and even since we met you originally you've grown a lot 
Oh yeah, I'm just. I mean, am I crazy? No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you were looking at the numbers. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Thank you for having me on the show once again. It's so cool being here. <laughs> um, but like, wait, what was the question again? My mind just went. What's What's the biggest thing you've learned? Biggest so far? thing I've learned. Oh my god, that's so true. That's such a good question. Um, the biggest thing I've learned is just to really just embrace it because it is really overwhelming. Like doing a lot of touring especially like I was doing it quite low budget like doing a lot of support acts I was doing sessions every day it was a big lifestyle switch up for me um, and at first it made me really anxious because I just felt like I was like oh my god I'm this 18 year old kid just like throwing myself into this industry but I think it's all about mindset and now I'm just like always trying to remind myself how grateful I am that I'm in this and I'm working and like being productive so I think just really like st like leaning into it and embracing it is like that's something I've really learned to do. But yeah, from a creative process here, like how do songs start? Is it genuinely a story that you need to tell that you experience, or have you started writing from other like people's perspective yet? Yeah, I. Well, that's a really good one. So far, it's been like personal experience. Um, I would really love to to stretch myself and and write a song kind of like in third person or like tell a story or just something that isn't personal um but so far everything's personal because it's just songwriting's kind of like therapy for me um but I would love to I really want to also like something I really want to do is do a like write to a brief or like write to a movie soundtrack or something like and stretch myself like that would be really cool uh, fight or flight yeah that's a song that's on the way that is on the way. And it's on its flight. Are you starting with like a, a lyric? Or are you starting with like obviously an experience, but like how do you match yeah. it with production? So that's a really good one. That song, um, I came in with the concept of like being kind of scared to fall in love a little bit and scared to be vulnerable because letting yourself go and like be vulnerable is like a scary thing, right? So um, I got into the session with this legend called Joe and also Dino is like a producer that I like love so much um and we just the melody just came out of nowhere and we were like this is so sick and then instantly I was like the production it's got to be like this big grand like and um we didn't really take many references for that song it kind of just like came out of like nowhere a little bit um but the concept I came in with and yeah that one once again like I wrote that literally like a year ago um so it's cool putting out putting it out again now. It's really cool. And you've been sitting on it for that long. Yeah. Do you have enough songs to make an album? Yeah, probably. But you know what? I don't think I'm like they're sonically cohesive enough yet. Like I, I really want to like tackle an album like and make it like a body of work. So I probably have enough songs for it, but I don't know if they're the right songs. Um, but I'm definitely working towards one. Do you think your mom being a therapist has helped you figure out how to write songs? 100%. Yeah, she's like, I don't know, I feel like I grew up in a, I'm very lucky, I grew up in an open, like, household. I've always been very open with my feelings. Um, and, yeah, having a mom as a therapist is really good because she just told me to, like, channel my emotions into something. And I think I just kind of, like, found it was songwriting for me. One of the biggest things that you can tell by reading your interviews and the things that exist about you is that you have a pretty decent grip on your mental health. You also <laughs> respond like a therapist. 
Um, I love that you said that. Um, it's accurate. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've always really struggled with anxiety, but I'm, I'm definitely living and learning and figuring out how to, to deal with it and being mindful. Like mindfulness has really helped me. Um, but yeah, my biggest like focus is on my mental health because it's so important. Like, but yeah, I love that. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I would say, yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a more stable mental state now, but I feel like I'll always just have like anxiety, but that's okay. Everyone needs a bad, sorry, I was about to sing a lyric, but, um, <laughs> you can, <laughs> I was literally about to be, it's gonna be okay, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it is gonna be okay, guys. Um, but yeah, I would say I'm in a, I'm in a good place now. Yeah. Well, it is a journey, you know, not every day is going to be great. Yeah. yeah. And it's been weird coming to LA like by myself as well. Um, I get really nervous flying by myself and being completely by myself. I just love having someone there. And I did like New York alone and LA and I've just once again, really tried to lean into it and just feel like a main character, like get up early, get my coffee, write my songs and just like do it for the plot. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, giving growth <laughs> it's giving growth I love that um, it's giving maturity It's it yeah. really is a yeah well thank you appreciate that you're an Aries I am an Aries mm. not gonna lie I'm not the like most I don't know much about star signs though so what's an Aries trait I really can't tell you <laughs> I just know that it's here you wanna give that a Google Dan yeah I'm looking it up can I spell Aries <laughs> also you love taylor swift eh yeah i'm a big swifty yeah yeah what's the deal you like retweet everything that the taylor nation tweets yeah i'm just like a bit of a obsessive swifty <laughs> interesting <laughs> um no i'm not like in a creepy way i just love taylor swift like she's just like her songwriting has just always really inspired me and the way that she's been able to create like eras like i really fell in love with her music during reputation because I was like, oh my God, she's really made, like created this like whole, um, almost like personality around this album and like the aesthetics, everything about it was just so cool. And like, she really creates like eras out of albums. Um, all distinct. Yeah, all really distinct and somehow creates simple, catchy pop songs, but still really meaningful with like insane lyrics and it's just like, oh my God, just so inspirational. Like she's honestly one of the best songwriters ever. Um, and then like Folklore came out and I was like, oh my God, like so, like how, like it's just crazy, the talent. And like, um, I just have so much respect for Taylor Swift. Like she's insane. Honesty and details, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It would be so cool to meet her one day, but I feel like that would be the person I wouldn't be able to like, I'd just, I'd be too like starstruck. A song like you were there for me. Yeah. Do you let the person know who it's about, that it's about them? Yeah, I was I, I was like sending it to her like whilst writing the song. I was like, this is my best friend. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm writing this song about you. And she was like, oh, this is so cool. And then um, I was like, I kind of want to put it out. And she was like, oh my God. And then just went with my instincts and just, just put it out. And like, I was actually really close to not putting that song out, which I'm like if I didn't I don't know I wouldn't be here like that song changed my life that's crazy yeah I was like a bit scared to do it because I was like am I ready to start putting out music yet like is it gonna if it flops is that gonna affect like 
getting a record deal. And like, I was thinking about all these things, but I was just, my instinct was telling me to put that song out. So I'm so happy. Oh my God, I'm so happy I did. Do you um, trust your instinct moving forward? Yeah, you know what as well? Like with songwriting, your instinct is always the best, the best thing. Like there's so many songs that I've written, like Pick Up The Phone is one of them where like, we, I took it in so many different directions and I was like, I ended up really circling back to my instincts with like the production and the vibe of the song because it just, yeah, I think once you sit with a song for too long, you your brain goes a bit cloudy and you just like don't really have that like clear vision. Um, so you do normally end up circling back but to your instincts. The bigger you get, the harder it is to trust your instincts or at least they become like, like the, the, the voice gets lower and lower because so many other people are talking. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully I get bigger and but that would be really interesting to experience. I wonder what it's like for like huge artists like who just feel like they have to always top their last body of work and do better. And it's like, yeah, I can totally imagine how that pressure just really builds up and you like can lose sight of like direction. Yeah. I can definitely see that. When you're here, how many sessions will you do? I'm doing sessions like every day, um, but I'm only here for a week. It's my first time ever in LA. I've never been before. Really? Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice here. Um, but it's, yeah. Oh God, the weather. Oh my God. Yeah. It's great. Oh my God. Is it your first time so in America? No, no. I've been to, I went to Florida when I was like a kid and then I went to New York as well on a family holiday, but God, London is so depressing right now. It's like, gets dark at four. It's just rainy. Like it's, yeah, but then it gets nice again at Christmas. Yeah, true. But then like January hits and it's like pfft, the the floor. Like it's so bad. Um but it's really good in summer, London, but seasonal depression's real. Yeah, I re oh god. I the rain makes me so sad. Unless it's like torrential downpour where it's like kinda of funny, but like <laughs> What's funny about torrential not downpour? Funny, but like <laughs> what? it's 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 a Unless it's like terrible, like natural disaster level. But if it's like crazy rainy, then it's kind of like a little bit like interesting, like exciting. Do you know what I mean? But just the fact that London's always drizzling is just it's a nuisance. Yeah, yeah. Not to I love London, guys. Not we were there slow. for a week and it didn't rain once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it was May, right? Yep. So different, different. Yeah. So can you explain how closure is an ode to the queer clubs of London, and where does heaven fall on the list of queer clubs of London? <laughs> I feel like I didn't understand that question at all. What was that? So wait, the video described your video that you made yeah. for closure. Yes. Somebody described this thing as an ode to the, the ode to queer clubs of London. Is that bullshit or is yeah. that accurate? Oh, that's a nice way to describe it. You know what I wanted to do? Like with this music video, I, 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 Oh, um, I love Belle. She's amazing. Um, wanted to be in the video and I was like, oh my God, get in the video. And we actually did, um, spoiler, we'd done three videos with that couple telling their relationship um, for Fight or Flight is the next one. And then another song coming out called Orbit. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So it will cut you, the storyline will unravel. So it's kind of like each music video tells a different um side to the the relationship so closure is about like it ending and it falling apart fight or flight is um being in the relationship being scared to to let yourself go and then orbit um is about like 
being kind of like obsessed with someone it's a little bit like drunk text in the sense that like the relationships the you know the like honeymoon phase kind of where you're like really into this person um but you feel like you don't know what they're thinking and you like you're scared to like to to take it further because you don't know if they're gonna like feel the same so um yeah and I worked with this insane director Samuel um and really let him just like go for it with the video and I'm like I'm re- yeah I'm happy how it turned out and the, how long have you had these songs for I've had these songs for um so Orbit I think is the most recent one I wrote like maybe at the start of this year maybe yeah wow. um and Fight or Flight and Closure were from last year but I'm coming back in with new music after that. But this will be like an EP. Kind of. You know what we it's not like a, a labeled EP, but we're gonna I think we're gonna change all the artwork and make it like a body of work. Um and then I'm I'm like because I'm always thinking about the next thing, which probably isn't the healthiest thing, but I'm really excited to for the, the new wave of music. Um it's going in a different direction, which I'm excited about. Sick. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that you're telling a story through the lens of this couple and it's the same people in every video and you really get to see the full picture. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Really smart. So, yeah, and also like Kelly, who's like the marketing person at my label, is like such a genius with like music videos and stuff and we were talking about like so many people just put out like video after video and we were thinking about how can we like think outside the box and do something a little bit different and then we were like, oh, like short film. Like what about just doing something a little bit different? So we were like, yeah, and then came up with that idea of doing like three videos all telling a different part of the same story. So hopefully people like it. Um, I'm really there's there's like one video with a food fight in it. I'm really excited for that scene. Um, for people to see that. That way, if fight or flight, that one. You you fight with food? No, fight or flight is the video with the food the food fight. Yeah. What kind of food is being thrown? Oh my god! I don't actually know. I think it was just like classic, like UK. What food what, like was being thrown? beans? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> quiches. Quiches? <laughs> quiches and stuff. Wasting quiches? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, God. It's okay. Anyways. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> By the way, all of Henry's music is waiting for you. It's all on Amazon Music. There's a link in the description below. What are you thinking, Dan? How would you describe the sound of, or the direction of the m- new music you're working on compared to what we have out now? Ooh, good one. Um, The new music is a, it's, I think it's stepping out of that like bedroom pop space a little bit. It's going bigger sounding um more drums more like kind of organic um sounding a little bit more and also i'm writing songs now that are about things to do with things bigger than relationships um which i'm really excited just to yeah i'm really just trying to stretch myself a little bit with the new stuff i think i mean 18 is not about a relationship true but you know what not to not to hate on that song but I don't think I quite nailed it with that one. I think I... Lyrically or sonically? Or both? All the above? Both. You know, like, I, I do love 18, but I wrote it so long ago, and I think it was a different era of me. I wrote it when I was 17, literally the day before turning 18. Um, and it was just a bit of... I was just in a different headspace, and I I listen to it now, and I'm like, it, it doesn't feel like Henry Moody, that song. It feels like the old version of me. Um, but it's a good one to do live. I enjoy doing that one live. Um, but yeah. By the well, way, that's also going to keep happening like as you grow and yeah. live life and yeah. make art that like runs parallel to the life you're living. True. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's going to keep happening. So no, I'm happy I put it out. I'm really happy I put it out because it reflected me at that time, which is important. Also, random note, I love your cardigan. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You ever go back and listen to your old covers? I need to delete half of them. God, they're so bad. Oh, my God. The old TikToks I did. You know, I'm going to do that after this. I'm going to like just scroll through and delete some stuff. My favorite in our notes is that you did a cover of Cheerleader at your school's concert. Oh, my God. Is that on... Is that in the internet? Yeah, it's, it's on the internet. Also, God, did, did you let's know that, get that one off there. <laughs> did, did you know that Henry Moody starred as Gangster Curtis in Sister Act? Oh my God! No, I was. Um, do you, I'm feeling like I'm telling you this. Like, this is, this <laughs> is you, so crazy. Did you not live that life? Um, yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I was Curtis, and I did it so badly. If there's guys, <laughs> no one look up my old videos, please. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna delete them because. The level of cringe is like through the roof. Like, the, oh my god, it's so bad. But it's okay. It's okay. It's a part of the yeah. story. Yeah, I mean, it, it shows growth. It gets us here today. <laughs> Damn, your first YouTube video five years ago, Zane and Sia, Dusk Till Dawn, That's cover right. by Henry Moody. <laughs> that was filmed in my like. I don't know what it was. I just when I was a kid, like, I'd come home from school, like, I'd just spend the whole day in school thinking about what cover I wanted to do in the evening. I'd come home and like just put up like I'd get bed sheets we had different colored bed sheets <laughs> and I'd like dangle them down from my um curtain line thing and it would be like the cool backdrop for my new video um and like I would just shoot the most like low budget videos but thinking they were just so cool put them out and like looking back some of them were cool like the dust till dawn one was all right but some of them were so bad oh. so pitchy some of them like <laughs> One of them, oh God, I don't want to, like, yeah. And my production was terrible. Like, one of the songs, I just whacked so much auto-tune on it. And I was, like, 13, and it was so obvious. But you also put in a lot of solo stuff on YouTube. Original songs, Dear COVID-19. Oh, God. Dear Fake Friends. <laughs> They're all so bad. I really need to delete them. Also, there's a song that's just called Peace. Yeah, that one's alright. But so, what are you at? Are you? I'm assuming you're requesting peace. <laughs> I was like, "Give me peace, guys." Oh, this. <laughs> oh, you want peace? It's not like peace for others. I don't know. Remember what it was about? It was like, I don't. know, It was probably just some BS. Like, it probably made no sense actually. Um, but hotel spirit. What does that mean? Hotel spirit is about. <sighs> that's a that's a personal one, but that was just about like a hotel. Okay. having spirit you know wow um there was one called day drinking actually there's one called day drinking that i like um generation z generation z is okay D day drinking was about like in lockdown me and my friend would just like go to the field and just drink sick <laughs> at like 15 but um i mean what else do you have to do literally there was nothing else to I do mean, you're 15 that's illegal actually you had a lot of other things to do <laughs> cut that out that's illegal in every country i think um no 16 um is it 16 to but we were drinking age? like we were drinking soft drinks oh, guys they're born drinking over there you're right we were drinking soft drinks guys it was diet cokes and fantas all around <laughs> um like a good fanta yeah but yeah that one that's about the person you were there for me is about my mm. best friend. Beautiful. But we can't listen to those. They're not on Amazon Music, but all of Henry Moody's current stuff, there's like five of them. Yeah. But there's more coming. There's Orbit on the Way, Fight or Flight, all there. Go, click the link in the description below. It's all waiting for you on Amazon Music. Final thoughts? Does Fight or Flight have a release date yet? 
Yeah, I think it's coming out. Uh, well, I haven't announced it, but it's coming out, I think, on Friday next week. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the third. The third of no. We're kind of like, with that song, we were like, we kind of wanted to like slightly test it a little bit before announcing the release date, being like, if people really want it, we'll put it out. But if not, then like, I don't know. It's really difficult with TikTok these days, just like figuring out like how to promote music. But um, yeah, I think on the 3rd of November. So you're still gauging a lot of things by yeah. the reaction on TikTok. And you know, I, but I'm going to put out the song anyways, but honestly, that app, the power that app has is crazy. And like, I love it and hate it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, like it changed my life with you were there for me, but um, I wish you could kind of do the old format where you don't shove a song down someone's throat for like a month before putting it out like I, th- I slightly did that with pick up the phone I just like posted so much and people almost got bored of it bef- before putting the song out um, but it's just the way you have to do it now you really have to just like promote 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 get the pre-save up get everything up just try and get as much hype as possible and then put out the song but I think it's it's forever changing like I'm sure there'll be a new platform soon that is the next thing like reels i feel like is yeah you do so well on there yeah oh my god thank you instagram (laughs) i don't know why but they've got my back so yeah i love that um and you use that one microphone all the time in a lot of your videos (laughs) yeah you've done great content Uh, thank you i appreciate that i try my best yeah um but it's you have to do so much content these days not to complain like i'm so lucky to be able to do it but like it is interesting just to think about like the way just the difference between the music industry now and like how it used to be yeah like imagine if you spend the time making tiktoks in the studio making more music yeah you know it It feels like it's borderline like 60 percent. yeah social media because it is yeah yeah it really is and like obviously you know you want to do whatever is fun but you also have to realize like i've also realized like that is what you need to do these days so i'm just gonna work 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 and try my best to like yeah use those platforms as much as i can um and it's also insane like social media is so good in the sense of like you can connect with your fans but do you feel people get to know you i think so yeah try my best to be as or like as authentic as possible but at the end of the day like nobody is fully themselves on social media what do you want people to know about you that maybe they couldn't instantly understand through listening to your music Oh, that's a good one. I actually don't know. I feel like, I think I'm actually quite um, transparent on social media. I think I'm very open about like anxiety and my friends and yeah, to be fair, like, yeah. You're there. I think I'm slightly, yeah, I think I'm there. I try my best to be as well. Um, I should probably be more real in the sense that if I'm having like a bad day or a bad moment, put it on my story, like share just that not, because like, everything you put in your story is just your highlights of your day right and your posts like all my dumps that I put out are like the best pictures from that trip so maybe I should do more of that that's something I think I could work on just be more real like not just like pick the best photos I have but it's like it's also like an insecurity thing like totally yeah you too want to be seen in the best light yeah but sometimes the best light is the most vulnerable light and that's true but like needed when I wake up I don't even recognize myself like you do not want to be seeing that so yeah I think 
it is interesting. It's so weird just thinking about the world and social media and like the way we all are nowadays. We're glued to it. That's a deep question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we really are. What's well, an extension of our, our beings? And like it's so our whole life is filtered through it and we filter everything through it. It's like so it's dark stuff. It is really dark, actually. It really freaks me out, to be honest. I feel like I go into like an existential crisis every day about it. Well, because it's like twofold. It's like you're, you're, most people are putting the most, perf- it's either, it's dramatized version of ever, anything, right? Or like yeah. the most extreme version of anything. That could be perfection. That could be like, I don't know, chaos. It could be whatever. And we go to those things to scroll mostly as an escape from what we're going through, mm. you know? At least that's when I'm going to scroll. If it's yeah. not a necessity, it's like to escape from whatever the fuck Just else is on my mind and distract myself. Laugh. Yeah, no, I agree. But but it could be a laugh. It could be like being shocked at what the world is going through. Oh, it could God. be the most extreme versions of perfection that make me feel like shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and also, you know what? It's like, I completely get what you're saying. The algorithms just feed you what you want, right? Totally. Because that's how they gain watch time and everything's just business, right? To make the most money. So they're going to feed you what's going to keep you on the app. Um, and that's what's scary is because it's just polarizing everyone. Like whatever you get fed, you just get fed more and more and more and more and more. And you just go off in that direction. Like, so I just feel like people are going extreme. Like, and it's just, it's, it's just so weird. Like, there is a glimmer of positivity though. Like when when music resonates on the platform and people yeah. really like get behind it and it connects with so many mm. people, there is like as much as there is like negative shit, yeah, there's, there's a good. bunch of positive stuff too. And 100%. You, you see a bunch of things that like bring people closer and feel more understood with one another. Yeah. And realize that we're just different shades of one another, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Especially if you know you're someone who you feel like you don't belong or something. Huh. Social media, you can really find your group of people. Um there's so many good things like and also as an artist I think it's quite e- no it's not easy but I think it's maybe easier to blow up as a new artist now because you have a lot of power in your own hands you're not really relying on other people and money and all these kind of old things to blow you up you if you have internet connection and a phone like and you can talent. yeah you can like yeah work and work and work on TikTok and Instagram and get yourself out there. So there are definitely great things. A hundred percent. Everything is good in moderation and everything has pros and cons. True. Moderation is the, is the mm. key, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm such a hypocrite. I go on my phone too much. Like, so yeah, I need to, I need to get off that thing. Well, escape from your phone, tell your device to play Henry Moody on Amazon Music, or uh, use your device to navigate to it. There's a link in the description below. All of his music for now is waiting for you. And when you release music and, like, albums and stuff, as it comes out, please come back. Oh my god, 100%. Yeah. This is so cool for, like, having me on this show. Like, it's it's honestly, like, I have genuinely been watching this show since, for, like, years. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope we haven't, like, let you down. Not, not at all. I mean, I've had, like, the best experience. Like, luxury green room. So fun in here. Has we, have, yeah, have we broken the the illusion? Oh, no. But, uh, like, like have you had one idea of us, and then, like, between May and right now, is it all shattered? <laughs> no, it's, um, I, I'm so happy to be here. This is really cool. It's also just really, like, it's, I've never really done, I've done, like, one podcast, um, just like interview chat in my life um so it's like it's cool to to do another one like it's just very new to me i never really do this kind of stuff 
so thank you for the opportunity, guys. Come back. Our door is always open. Oh, I'd love to. Henry Moody's Music, waiting for you. Link in the description below. Listen to it on Amazon Music. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me, right. guys. Thank you. Henry Moody, everybody. Woo! Legend. It's the Zach Sang Show.